0: and welcome back to before nashville where we introduce the country stars of tomorrow to the country fans of today tonight joining me is uh, right now two-thirds of the band that's signed to fade entertainment it's a newly formed country rock infused band i love that title and they're called Nash Villains. They're made up of musicians and writers, Troy Johnson. Troy's up there on the upper right, Uh, right below. He and I is Brett Boyette. That's correct. Is that the right way to say that? (laughs) Yeah, Brett Boyette. That's right. Yeah. And then Scott, Scott Lindsay, and Scott's having some technical difficulties, which uh, the last time we did this, the guys know that I am not, um, uh, you know, Immune to that.
1: Yeah, I think when I
2: saw Yeah, not at all.
1: We weren't. Uh, that night, we were all having. Right. I think Brett was the only one not having difficulty.
2: And I was in Mexico.
0: Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it was a mess. Go figure. <laughs> so they couldn't hear me. I could hear them, and I just let them go on with the show for a little bit and <laughs> just do the thing. That's true. That, I think, you I guys think were great hosts, how... by the way. <laughs> So, uh, so let's talk a little bit. uh, Troy, we'll start off with you. Give us a little background about Troy, how you got into music and, uh, and kind of what your, you know, life was a couple of years ago when you were a youngster.
1: A couple of years ago when I was a youngster, that's very kind of you. Uh, uh, So uh, I've always been into music. Um, Ever since I was a really uh, little kid, five years old, I was, singing all the time. Um, I was, uh, you know, in, in school, you know, there's stories of, of me getting uh, called down by the teacher because I was singing too much and not paying attention. Um, so it, from, from a very early age, it was very clear that, that it was at least a possibility that I could, um, uh, you know, at least go this direction, musical direction. Um, I grew up in Houston, Texas. Uh, I would sing in church. I would say I had I sang in bands uh, when I was a kid. uh, And I went to ended up going to Belmont University here in Nashville. I I wasn't actually going to go to uh, college because I couldn't find one that I wanted. Well, uh, that's not altogether true. The one I wanted to go, I wanted to go to Boston uh, to go to Berkeley. And uh, that was just way too expensive and out of my reach. So I told my mom, Well, I'm just going to go. I'm going to learn a bunch of. Cover songs on piano and uh, go play at a bar, and she goes, "Well, let me tell you something. You're not—that's not what you're going to do." <laughs> so she said, "She said, by by no means are you going to do that." So uh, she went ahead and 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 found with the band I was working with at the time. The producer of our band uh, had recently moved to Nashville, and he told my parents about Belmont. So we checked it out. I fell in love. I came up here to Belmont. It was there that I learned how to play guitar, that I sort of honed my songwriting, um, uh, uh, songwriting, uh, you know, prowess.
2: Co-writers, <laughs> 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 you know, I'm finishing his sentences for him. Yeah. Man. right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so anyway, I, you know, I went to Belmont and, and while I was there, I, I realized, hey, you can, uh, you know, I fell in love with the songwriting community and, and found out that you can actually just write songs and make a living doing that. And, and so that was what, what I set out to do. And, um, and about a year later, uh, I, I, you know, after going to, I, I went to Belmont for about a year and a half. And during that time, I put together a demo, uh, that we did, um, we recorded some, some stuff at soundstage, uh, back in the early 90s um, uh, with with my my roommate was an engineer, and he was interning at, at Soundstage, and he okay. uh, was able to get me some downtime, which basically means the studio is available to the people that work there if there's no session book. So he got me in there. And we did um, a couple of songs, and, and one of those songs mm-hmm. was this, a song called Some Days You Gotta Dance, which is something I wrote um, – uh, a long, long time ago, and how's that it Huh? How's that go, Troy? How's
2: that go? <laughs> You'll
1: have to check. you have to check that out on the Dixie Chicks fly record. Ah, there you go. <laughs> you gotta get on the iTunes and and actual so that at least I'll
0: get a couple of. Yeah, you, you get a couple of tenths of a penny, you know. For <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so
1: anyway, that, that's, that, that's in a nutshell, that's a kind of a background uh, of, of how I got from A to B. And, um, you know, uh, I've been in the business for a long time and uh, uh, met Brett along the way. And, and uh, he approached me about this band and I said, uh, I said, hey, Scotty, what's going on?
2: And Troy said,
1: "Hey, maybe I'll be in." Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I said, "Hey, let let let." I said, "Maybe let's keep talking." Yeah,
0: yeah. you're right.
3: Can you hear me?
0: We got you. Yeah, you
1: sound good, buddy.
0: Yeah, you loud and proud now. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
3: Jeez. All right.
2: We're all represented now.
3: Yeah.
0: There you go. So, Brett, let's let's talk a little bit about your beginnings in the wide world of music.
2: How far back do you want me to go?
0: Oh, I went back to age five. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Anything past birth? birth. I mean, if you if you came out of the womb singing, you know, then you're a child prodigy. We could talk about that. But uh, Well, I'll, I'll tell you,
1: my first, <laughs> my first instrument
0: was... Hey, I never
1: said prodigy, George.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Give> <laughs> me
2: My first instrument was uh, uh, alto sax, and then I uh, started learning piano. I hated it. I was forced to compete in piano and play classical piano, and I'm I'm so glad I did that, but I hated every second of it because I wanted to play uh, Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder and uh, Elton John and uh, Billy Joel at the time. And uh, I ended up going to... uh, I ended up busting tables. My parents said, you are absolutely not going to ever play guitar. You'll end up in a band someday. I'm like, no, I won't. <laughs> like, if you, if you buy, ever buy a guitar, you're going to end up in a band. I was like, no, I'll I'm not, I'm
1: not, never end up in a band.
2: So I... Yeah, right. So here...
1: Yeah. Um, so, After so four or five bands later.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I did, uh, I busted tables for a whole summer at a restaurant in Colorado and I uh, went to a pawn shop and bought, bought a Fender Stratocaster for 400 bucks. And that was my first guitar. That was-
0: Way to rebel against the parents. Heck
2: yeah. And and they were right about everything. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, you're gonna wanna grow your hair out long. And uh, you know, we were like the fundamentalist Baptists at the time. And I was like, no, I won't, you've got long hair. You know, so they're right about it. Now that I went to to college in Texas and I studied classical guitar under uh, Robert Guthrie, who's a really famous guitar player, flamenco guitar player. I actually uh, graduated with forensic archaeology major. Go go figure. Um, But I met a guy named James Holly who played bass for George Jones when I was in Dallas. And uh he said, Hey, you know, I played in some of my songs I was writing in Texas as I was playing in all these country bands and bars all over Texas. I played with some of my songs. He was like, Man, you want to think about moving to uh to Nashville, Tennessee, and learn, you know, and go write with the big dogs. And because I grew up on country, you know, I grew up doing rodeo and I just love love country. I always have loved country music. And end right. up going to to uh Nashville and uh, befriending a couple really well-known songwriters and learning from them and then moved to New York. I didn't have any success in Nashville at that point. So I moved to New York. I was playing rock bands, writing pop music in New York. But then I got a call from a guy named Steve Dorff, um, who had heard some of my music and said, hey, do you want to come out to LA and, and uh, work in TV with me? So, Because I, I knew how to do Pro Tools. And I knew all the engineering stuff. and I was like, well, yeah. Cause I taught myself and I, I, he was, he's a hall of fame songwriter. And I was like, well, yeah, this is an opportunity to work for Steve Dorff. That's amazing. So <clears throat> I went out to uh, LA and I did like, uh, I did Rebo with him first TV show I ever did. I was his music editor for that. And then I did a couple different shows with him. I worked for uh, Rick Murata, who's a uh, drummer. We did everybody loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I music and uh, engineered for him and edited and, I did some, a little bit of writing, not much. Those those guys are the main composers. And then um, uh, Snuffy Walden, I worked for him, Friday Night Lights and much other shows. And along the way, I was producing music myself for albums and I started scoring as well. I started scoring different TV shows and commercials and uh, movies. And right before we met, and actually the reason we met, I was scoring a movie called Forever My Girl, which is the poster right behind me. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> that was, uh, you know, pretty did pretty well. It did, uh, it actually did really well, and uh, I ended up doing a whole soundtrack where I got to, I was producing like uh, Lauren Elena and Travis Tritt and uh, Josh Turner and a uh, wow. little bit Town and a bunch of other um, artists. And uh, and I met Troy because somebody suggested Troy as the demo singer. And I was in LA in my studio in LA, and uh, I was actually sharing a studio with Paul Overstreet. There's another big songwriter in L.A., and uh, I was suggested uh, Troy is a demo singer, and uh, I tried him out. I was like, "Wow, this guy's voice is amazing! I absolutely loved loved his voice." And so he did like I think most of the uh, demos for me for Universal Records for the um, the artists that I was working with. He ended up singing a lot. I think a lot of the backgrounds on on the uh, soundtrack as well for me. And um, I I met Scott. Scott was out in L.A. doing a uh, songwriter festival and came by the studio. We had a mutual friend in common, and Tim Gates uh, from the band Due West. Tim Gates. um, Yeah, Tim Gates, that's right.
3: I like that shirt. (laughs) I I wrote that song.
2: But Scott <laughs> came by, and uh, we wrote. We were writing a movie, a song for the movie that didn't make the movie. Sorry, Scott, I'm going to step all over you because I know you. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. You love pointing it out. You're taking yeah. the tire away from it. Yeah. But we wrote a song. We we wrote a song. That didn't make the movie. But um, we started talking. I had this this band name Nashville, and he was like, man, there's a singer in that Na- in Nashville. I've been working with. I've never met him in person, but I've been working with him over the internet and he's been singing demos for me. He's guys, I love his voice. And I was thinking about, I'm going to move back to Nashville and I'd love to, you know, get a meeting with this guy and and Scott and I were like, well, we should do it together. And he's like, well, Hey man, I know Troy. I know that guy. I know that singer. So we
3: we write, we write for the same company. Yeah. I said, his office is across the hall. So, you
0: know, this is calling. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Same words.
0: We're back to present day. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I, I got to ask this because you said that you were doing some engineering for the TV show Reba. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah.
0: Well, my wife is a diehard fan of that show. I've seen every rerun probably 10 times. Oh, cool. Uh, we watch it. I mean, we go to sleep to it like every night because it's on CMT out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, Steve yeah. and I did the only. We only did the first season of that show, and Jonathan Wolf, who's the uh, he's the composer who also did uh, Seinfeld. He okay. he actually got the, got the second season going forward. Um, but Steve was is an amazing composer and did a great job. So, right, that just happens with you know, relationships and whatever happened. But that we did the first
0: season of that show and a bunch of other shows after that. That's pretty cool. So. Uh... Scotty, we'll bring you into the mix now. We're just kind of going back and finding out early years and how you got from Point Baby to to Point Nashville.
3: Yeah. Well, how far back we going? You said Point Baby. Baby. Well, I was, I was the best swimmer in the. <laughs> <laughs> Typical hey, all, all the, Is that, that too early? Is that too early? That's too early, right? Yeah, it's too early. That's a little <laughs> early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was. Uh, I've. I've always been around music. My dad's a, a singer-songwriter, and uh, uh, I mean, I got cousins that are that are world famous thumb pickers, you know. And then being here in Kentucky, where I'm from, uh, Bill Monroe is like. His home place is like five miles up the road, so bluegrass is always around. Well, I, I was I was always around it. I, I thought everybody in the world played music, baseball, and basketball. You know, I didn't know any right. better. So, uh, Dad used to write with a guy named Tommy Collins, who wrote uh, "Roots of My Raisin' Run Deep" for yeah. Will Haggard and uh, "New Patches" for Mel Tillis, you know, among many others. But uh, he used to come up and we go fishing and he and dad would write some songs and uh that's where i really got the bug you know because i'd see them in there working on songs in the kitchen and i'd go write down my i love you you love me kind of thing you know and uh i'd bring it in the kitchen they'd critique it for me you know and i'd go back and fix what they told me was wrong you know kind of like what troy does to me now
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> hey, somebody's got to be the dad. <laughs> <laughs> so you never get away from it, do you? Uh
3: <laughs> huh. Uh-uh. Uh yeah, so so I, I took that and I, I I knew I knew I wanted to be in Nashville and write songs because I was always around it. Dad, we would come down to Nashville, and uh, uh, I mean, we we go hang out with Tommy. I got to meet Johnny Russell, and you know, I got to meet. Uh, I I'm met Johnny Cash and all these people when I when I was young, wow. you know, uh, so I, I got the bug early, you know, so uh, I came to Nashville. I was always back and forth with dad, but I came to Nashville originally on my own. I went to Belmont and uh, as Detroit. Uh, but uh, I, I was studying classical and jazz guitar there. I always did, I always wrote, but I never I never really studied songwriting other than just, you know, on my own, you know, but, uh, but that, that's what brought me to Nashville originally. And uh right. so, I mean, I was, I was in and out of bands, but my main focus was writing and uh done every job in the world while I was down there, you know, I, I even taught school for nine years, you know, but I was a limo driver and bartender. And you now I, I think I, I was even a stripper for a week, you know, but that's a <laughs> of it.
0: That's for a whole other podcast. A, I don't I
2: actually <laughs> don't ever want to hear that story.
3: <laughs> <Hey, laughs> Times was hard and I needed tuition money, man. <laughs> I don't yeah.
0: ever want to hear that story. You, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah.
3: No, but uh <laughs> around the same time as uh I was doing I was doing songwriter things around town. Uh Debbie Champion had a thing over at Commodore Lounge. No, uh wasn't over then it was out on trinity lane uh the broken spoke oh oh yeah and, uh, uh and me and my buddy uh josh osborne started doing those out there and we and then me, he and i put a band together and we played down at tootsies for about a year and a half or so and then uh then me and josh wrote a song called you only come when you're drunk i got a record deal on that song so uh as i as i was going all over the country promoting that song uh josh while i was out of town he became one of the biggest songwriters in the freaking world
1: (laughs) (laughs) conveniently
3: enough yeah right yeah so uh so i came back to town and uh uh, my record deal fell apart and i was actually wondering what i was going to do at the time and then i met uh, a man named frank larry who is uh karen is our boss and we call her boss lady and, uh, Frank was her husband and, uh, he he's passed since, but, uh, uh, I just happened to come across him and we had a lot of mutual friends online and, uh, uh, he was doing a lot of things and filming TV. And I uh, asked him if I could send him some songs because I didn't know what the heck I was going to, I didn't know my next move, you know? Right. And he said, sure. And he liked them, wanted to hear more and on and on and on. And six months later I have signed to the company. You know, and they sent me to, of course, I started writing with Troy as soon as I signed with the company or before I signed with the company, actually. And uh, as soon as I signed with the company, they they sent basically as soon as they signed me, they sent me out to Durango Songwriters Festival in Ventura, California, because I had a lot of connections with that songwriters festival. And while there is where I met Brett, you know, and the rest is. History, you might say, because he he already told what happened from that that point on. So. Uh,
2: well, not everything.
3: Well, it it rained <laughs> it rained eight yeah, it
2: inches. Not,
1: that's it, enough. I don't know, do it, everything,
2: all
3: <laughs> <laughs> it rained eight inches the four days I was in California. By the way, <laughs> yeah, you know the landslides there were. I was like, geez, give me give me back to you know, give me back to Tennessee where it's a little drier. What's that oh, say? Oh,
0: thanks, thanks, Mark. Oh yeah. yeah. Mark you is know, a an artist out of St. Louis and um, is a blues he, he has, uh blues artist? No, he's a country singer. Mm. And uh, he does uh does a lot of stuff around the St. Louis area, fairly popular. I don't want to praise him too much. I mean, yeah, he's a friend of mine. I don't want to give him too much praise because then he'll feel like I really do like him. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, Mark, Mark, that. Mark, you know, I wrote a song with Brett for that. Soundtrack, it didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: to just re mention that. I knew that right. was coming. <laughs> right. Uh, so so you may love the soundtrack, but you never heard that song. Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
2: That's right. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: See, I thought I thought
3: I had a cut easy. I thought I had an inside track, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, my goodness. So when you guys, I mean, when you first got together, um, I mean, you've all had pretty good success as solo artists. I mean, prior to combining forces into Nash villains. um, um, Let me pose this to Troy first. And Troy, I'm not picking on you for any reason, so please don't think that. But sure. before before you guys come together, I mean, did you did you ever think that this was going to be the route you went, that you were going to team up with a couple other guys and start a band, you know, kind of like Brad Paisley says, you know, start a band and
1: <laughs> No, no, not at all. I mean, uh no, I I mean, I've I've always been kind of a, a solo artist uh, from the get-go, so the idea of being in a band has never been a a, a um a uh, you know a, a propensity of mine um, but uh, you know Brett approached me with this idea and um, he had the name uh, nash villains and uh, quick note though uh, George you, we need to respell this Nashvillainsband.com. I want to Okay, okay. I want to make sure that people understand that it's A I N instead of I A N.
2: It's a common mistake. Okay. I saw. Yeah, that. it's
1: an easy. All right. You, you've you've said it correctly, which I commend you because a lot of people can't even say it correctly. But uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he came. He came to me with the name, and 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 uh, you know, he and he and Scott were we were all three uh, talking about it, and and.
0: The idea of,
1: of, of Dark Country really intrigued me, and the idea of trying to write stuff for uh, a more cinematic nature that we could, uh, you know, get into movie and TVs, uh, movies and TV, um, I, you know, I, I love the idea of that. So that's why we got together and to see, well, the first thing we have to figure out is, can the three of us write a song together? And we got together and found out that we could, so... Mm-hmm. uh we wrote several songs over we, the we, over we, the we, course of a month song. huh Say.
2: which is our next single the first song we wrote is our next single
1: yeah. yes oddly enough yes the first song we wrote is our next single which i think george is going to play
0: yes oh. cool yes All Right. and we're gonna, we're gonna we'll get to that here in about oh, about eight minutes or so we're usually about the halfway point through the show you know uh People that watch regularly kind of... We're only halfway? We're only halfway. I know. Hey, I got a lot of stuff here. Hey, the fun is just... out of things to talk about. The the fun is just beginning. The second half of the show really gets good. Oh, good.
3: Is it truth or dare?
0: I've used that line before. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it didn't work on her either, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so with with you guys where you're at now, I mean, do you prefer, do you feel like you're more settled in being in a, a band or did you, just, I mean, I'm not trying to call somebody out and say, well, I like being a solo artist better than the other two guys go, we're going to ditch you.
1: Yeah, I'm not that. We've already had all those conversations, George. You can't rile <laughs> <violate. Yeah>. us.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, do you each of you, I mean, you can answer this just individually, but do you do you like the band better than the solo stuff?
2: I like having a project that we all collectively love and we all collectively yeah. have something to write for and produce right. for. And we all have the same vision of it. And right. the chemistry, something that the chemistry of three people who have had such different careers coming right. together and doing this, it's just, it's just kind of cool. You know, I mean, we've all been in a lot of bands. All all three of us have been in a lot of bands. And, you know, this is just one that just seems to just work. Right. You yeah, know, and I think we're... Yeah, and,
1: and we're he's right. right. I mean, the, the idea of having a vehicle to write towards, I mean, we're all professional songwriters and have been for a while, so... It was. It's been really nice to write for a project, and 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 a project that you know is going to do something, or at least if it doesn't do something, you're the reason it's not doing something. So,
0: right? You know, it,
1: we're. we're uh, you know, it, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun to 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 do this project and and to keep keep writing for uh, future albums and future songs and whatnot.
2: Well, and there's a lot of different opinions, you know. I mean, we 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 all have very strong opinions about things, but it's, it's but that's what makes it what it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and and they and they do most of the talking. You know, I, I usually. Shut I'm, I'm really up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Poor God. You you are not a victim, my friend.
2: Hey, that's, a good, that, that's a good quote from Mark.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Carry on, gents individuals go fast, teams go far. That's yeah,
0: true. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mark is a very motivational guy. He's another buddy of mine. Very motivational. And uh, he's actually a personal trainer. So uh, and not my personal trainer, because if you saw me stand up, you'd go, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But uh, he's he's an awesome guy. So, uh, sure. he, and he's got a lot of good stuff, a lot of good insight like that. So, I'll put a lot of his stuff up when he hops on and and comments. Now, with um, with coming into the band, and you guys feel like that you've you know you've had your your solo success. I guess. I mean, I'm one of these people. I, it depends on how you <laughs> define success. <laughs> you know, I was
1: just thinking the same uh, thing. Yes, I've, you know, I've, so, had a, I've had a modicum of solo success. I'll give you that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, some people define success as. Kitty Chesney's successful where you own an island and you've got a couple of big boats that the girls swoon over and you marry a movie star and then you divorce her within six months you know that kind of thing because you got to be true to LA I mean you know if she's I
1: find that as successful as well carry on Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: that's great <laughs> you know and then some people are success is just you know humble. You know, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like I'm successful, but I don't live in a mansion and the only boat I have is the one I play with in the bathtub. So well, look, I've been,
3: I've, I've been humble. Yeah, I, I, I mean, quite honestly, George,
1: you're just, you're you're, you're, you're describing the difference between success and contentment. I mean, I think we all, you know, I, I think we all, uh, want to desire contentment, you know,
2: let's be honest. So, uh, so yeah, I
1: mean, professionally, yes, we have success under our belt, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, truly, are you content? Well, you know, talk to depends on the day.
2: <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> well, let's, let's be honest. It's a lot harder these days to be financial, financially successful. i about right um, um, owning an island I than mean, it was 20, 30 years ago when you could, you know, have a single on a on an album or not even have a single, have a B-side on an album that sold 20, 20 million CDs when people were buying CDs in record stores you know you, were, you can make a fortune off of that but now it's like yeah. you're making fractions of a cent a cent uh for streams and nobody's buying anything so right. it, it's a whole different world
1: yes you have to really want to do this today <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah.
2: and
0: that that brings up a really good point because has uh, i mean just from what you're saying um brad i'm i'm gonna say it this way how streaming has hurt some artists. I mean, you know, you, you could have, like you said, financially been a little bit more successful back in the days when the physical copies were going out, but now the streaming, they've cut it so low that it's hurt you guys. Well,
2: it's, it's yeah. yes, Yes. And no, I mean, the, and the no part of it is you have worldwide distribution at a push of a button. Wow.
0: Right.
1: Right. That really really what's happened is is the, the the income stream or the money stream has shifted there's still plenty of money it's just yeah. it's not in the hands of the owner of the copyright anymore it's yeah. in the hands of the owner of the of the mechanical I'm yeah. sorry of the uh, of, of the master yeah so that that's I mean it's all there's still plenty of money it's just it's just
0: Directed in a different way.
2: Hey, I wanted to and shout it, out real quick. Uh, Skip Clark just put a, p- a post up there. I love Skip.
0: Yeah. Uh, Skip is is uh, if it wasn't for Skip, I wouldn't be doing this. I'll be honest with you. He mentored me through a lot of this stuff. And, yeah, he's uh, a
2: good dude. Good he's dude.
0: he's awesome. Yeah. He's, if I have a question, I go to Skip and he answers it, or he lies to me. I haven't figured out which one's right yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, but he's a great guy. So um, let, let's get to the, the, about the point of the show where we want to talk about the music. I mean, you've got a song out that uh, we're going to play that is your new single um, yep. that we talked about, and uh, it's called Tumbling Down. And after we play the song, we'll come back and we'll talk kind of the backstory of the song and, and that kind of thing, because I, I like to get that after people hear it. So this is uh, Tumbling Down. It's from Nash Villains. And if uh, you want to check it out, um, then you can check it out on all the streaming platforms and boost these guys' financial success a little bit, okay? <laughs> I, have, I have no problem plugging that, you know? So uh, this is Villains with Tumbling tens of Down. Dollars,
2: tens of dollars.
0: There you go. There you go. And before Nashville, before I go on with that, I do have to say uh, it's being brought to you by Go-Go Tuners. Fantastic tuner. It's a go-to tuner for pros and amateurs alike, and if you want to check them out, they've got everything from pedal tuners to Uh, headstock tuners and I own one myself and I'm not a guitar player and can't tune a guitar and thank goodness for that thing because my guitars sound pretty good although they probably need new strings by anybody's uh you know uh, measure as a guitar player (laughs) but they hang on the wall to be pretty so (laughs) but this is tumbling down it's uh, on before Nashville where we introduce the country stars of tomorrow to the country fans of today
2: I'm going to grab a drink. Do I have time to do that?
1: George Zach, can
3: you? I don't think he can hear us guys. okay okay good is, is this just audio or is this all video I don't know no. okay I hear the song playing though yeah
2: I hope it's just audio because I'm looking at my kids half the time
3: <laughs> Troy smoked out there.
2: Tori, are you in the studio or are you home?
1: What? I can't hear you. I'm at home, I'm at home. home.
2: And Jacqueline got me into these things, they're actually pretty tasty.
3: What is
1: it? Yeah, truly, uh, that's a good brand.
2: Yeah, truly. There's not much alcohol in not (laughs) think. That's 5% actually. I didn't
1: know they had a, uh, an alcoholic version.
2: Yep.
3: Yeah. I ain't been over here in a while. Pull this whole thing off the wall. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Oh, i right there to catch me. Huh? I, can't I hear thought you. he was...
1: Well Troy I thought that's what he was gonna play.
3: Yeah.
2: Well it's not out yet, so that's probably good.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh Troy, I thought I all the animations of the album cover. You did what? I did a bunch of animations of the album cover. I'll send them
1: to you after we're done. Oh, cool. Yeah, you
3: weren't you weren't chiming in on our conversation yesterday, Troy.
1: No, I wasn't. I, I, I was busy and, and it was just, by the time I was ready to respond, I was like, what the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> and it was like 46 texts. <laughs> Jeez.
3: <laughs> we were talking about Baptist ducks.
2: <laughs> uh, that, that meme I had of Robert Downey Jr. rolling his eyes back, that was so <laughs> cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. No. Uh-huh. He's like, shut up, guys. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And that is Nash villains and tumbling down. I know that wasn't very loud guys. I'm having issues for some reason with my mixer. It's given me fits tonight that, uh, it worked fine. And then after the new computer decided it wasn't going to work. So now everything's not as loud, but, uh, That I love Mm -hmm. that song and I'm trying to think. Um I I don't like to compare bands, but it has a sound of uh, of another band, and I can't think of who it is off the top of my head, but I love the sound of it. I absolutely Mm -hmm. love that sound. The the relaxed laid back and and of course Troy's voice just kills on that. Who's handling the guitar work? Is that Scott?
2: I think uh I think the rhythm I think it was Troy, actually. Okay. Yeah, that
1: okay. started. Uh, that was one of the first songs we wrote, and and uh, we literally recorded it uh, the, the 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 day we wrote it. Um, we figured out a tempo for it, and and uh, I was playing Brett's uh, 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 what the um, the big guy, the the blonde,
3: uh, big fat Gibson yeah uh, me towns uh, modern.
1: yeah yeah anyway uh, I was playing that and I was just I was I didn't even have a pick and, and it was just gonna be um, a guide uh, a guide acoustic and uh, I laid down a scratch um, uh, vocal the day we wrote it and uh, Brett uh, came to us uh, like a week later and had all this Up on it and ended up using that uh, guide acoustic, and it it survived uh, 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 bringing a band in, and I mean it was uh, it it was it, it really came together nicely.
2: Well, you know, sometimes as sometimes as a producer, you get a little bit more of a vibe from the songwriters playing than you do a session player playing. Because the session right. players are placed so flawless, the right. there's not as much of a thing behind it. It's it, just takes a the, thing. it
3: takes the feel out of it sometimes. Yeah, um, and, there's, right.
2: and there's a guitar player in uh, L.A. I used to work a lot with named Tim Pierce, is a really famous guitar player, session guitar player. And I would get, take a guitar track to him, and he would add all those other amazing guitar parts around it. And I was like, Well, aren't you gonna replay the acoustic? He's like, No, man. And he's like, You can't you can't replace sometimes you just can't replace that thing with the songwriter playing that right. pod. You know, it's just session players can are not gonna be able to get that. They're gonna play it perfect.
1: But almost Yeah, perfect. the imperfections is what gives the character.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the the playing, the whole thing sounds great. It's such a good song. And so you guys, you wrote it and then you went ahead and recorded it. Was it one of those that was kind of a, when you recorded it, were you intending to or was it just a, a, you know, like a, a, Free roll on the tape and use it as a scratch, and it came out that way because it sounds freaking awesome.
2: You know, it, it was it was one of those things. We put the track together, and or I, you know, and, and Troy played the and sang it, and had the, and we, Scott and I, put Dobro and mandolin on it, and all that stuff, and it sounded really good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is good, but I, I went and I started looking through loops, and I was like, man, it'd be really weird to put a loop on this
0: right and
2: i ended up finding that loop of the claps and i was like this is there's no way this is going to sound great but i like to try a lot of things as a producer and Mm i you know anything different and left of center and i put it in there and i was like this is actually really cool and kind of brings this whole thing to life a little bit yeah and then after that we ended up getting a session player we had a uh, i think um evan hutchins and uh Tom Bukovac came in and played uh, uh, drums and, and guitar and added to the loop. And I think Travis Vance played bass. I can't remember if that's him playing bass or me playing bass on that. I think it's probably him playing bass. I think it's Travis Vance on this. Yeah. So yeah, so but uh I mean it's just it, it kind of just kinda kept morphing into something else and
0: something else.
2: So it was uh but yeah, it is it very, very it turned into a very cool track. Very- yeah,
0: it is. It's uh it's I, I like, you know, everything you guys have done that I've listened to because I've listened to uh, several different, uh, you know, things. Usually I'm, I'm a Spotify nerd and I like to listen to as much as possible. Thank and you. when I heard that, I that was one of those that I would like to get okay. to the end and I'm pushing the back button and to get to the end, I'd push the back button. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, cool, cool. Yeah, it's one of those songs we didn't expect it to uh, take off, and it's 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 been really, um, you know a lot of the fans have really just kind of honed in on that song. Yeah, yeah
0: I just looking at Spotify a while ago, it was about uh, it was over I think it's a hundred thousand streams. It's
2: almost like two hundred thousand, I think.
0: Yeah, it was like a hundred, maybe a hundred and sixty-three or hundred ninety, something like that. I mean, yeah. it, it was up there yeah somewhere in that range so i mean that that's impressive how how long has the song been out Uh,
2: oh four or five months something like that six months
0: yeah maybe
2: five months something like that yeah
0: so i mean you know you you've got a song that's getting that kind of traction in a relatively short amount of time that's that says a lot for the tune and quite honestly um Uh it, Uh-oh. With Uh-oh. Or will have with it because you're just releasing it, but I suspect you're going to see a lot of stations picking that up.
2: Well, I hope you're uh, right. I know our radio promo team really likes it, and that's one that they're, they're really uh, excited about. Yeah, we've gotten on several
1: playlists,
0: uh, which has been nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a good thing because that gets a lot of exposure with the playlist, I'm telling you.
1: Yeah, that's kind of where the game's played now.
0: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Everything shifts. I mean, you know, at uh, social media, you went from Facebook to Instagram and now the TikTok thing. And then, you know, before it was radio and then it came along the streaming and then it shifted into the playlist. And it's like, I I just, you know, why can't we be happy? Why do we have to change? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Technology, man, it's always evolving. Oh, goodness.
1: Oh, gosh. Evolving, you know? Why right. can't we be happy? That is a really big question, George.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if this
1: podcast can handle that big of a question.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's one that uh, I, I could probably have a lot of folks' input on that one. Yeah. It, it would make a cool song title, though.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Why can't we be happy? it would be more of a political song, I'm afraid. Yeah, write right that down, Scott. Be right happy. Down.
3: Oh, I know because of you. <laughs> <laughs> right. that's it.
0: And uh, and since I gave you the title, you know, I don't ask for anything. I'm I'm not a co-writer. I'm just Oh writer. yeah, that's why you
1: didn't even bring it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, I, I want my you know my two-tenths of a penny or whatever the heck it is now. So. Right. All right. <laughs> right. Oh, man. All right. We're going to get into the fun part now, and I hope you guys can hear this. This is a little thing that uh, I like to do. It's asking a little off-the-wall questions, and my favorite part is this is what it's called. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard that or not. It's called What the Hell. I, I, heard,
1: I heard a sound effect, but I didn't hear anything else.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of I got to look into that. But uh, this is one of my favorite things to do because I just ask off the wall questions. So I'm going to start with Scott on this one uh, because he just looks like the kind of guy that likes to drink coffee. I'm probably totally wrong on that. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you actually are. You might want
2: to end with Scott. Yeah, just uh, swap coffee with beer.
0: There you go. Okay, well we'll do that then. Do you have a favorite beer mug, and if so, what's on it, and what makes it your favorite?
3: Well, I I just broke my favorite beer mug.
0: Oh, in, no. what a story! It
3: broke my heart too, man. I oh, it tore me up all day. But but it was perfect. I could take I could take a Miller Lite this is my drink of choice. I could mm-hmm. take it. And just turn it upside down, just pour it in hard, and it would foam up, and it would stop right at the top of the mug. It was perfect. It was perfect. And, and I broke it. So, so now I'm drinking my beer out of, out of one of these,
0: you know? <laughs> oh, A little glue
3: or something, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, if you break one, then you're thinking, I don't want to get anything that's glass, so I'm going to go to something that if I do drop it, it's not going to break. It's just going to, the yeah. top's going to pop off and the beer's going to spill. It's going to be a beer foul, so, you know, it's like that right. coming. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Brett, let's go to you. All right. Um, yeah. let, let's look ahead on this one, Okay. Uh, I'm going to see what kind of uh, premonition that you have because your parents were good at it. Maybe you are too. You know, since they said you would play guitar and have long hair and join a band. (laughs) (laughs) In 40 years, what are people going to be nostalgic for?
2: In 40 years, what are they going to be nostalgic
0: for? Yeah. That's a tough Uh, one, buddy. Oh my God.
2: In 40 years, what are people going to be nostalgic for? I got one. I think we're gonna be nostalgic for good music.
0: Yeah, I mean, oh, there you
1: we go. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna have good music in forty years.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 mean I, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting old. Like all my my all the good bands were behind me. I don't, there's some there's some great bands now too. But I mean, I I always love like. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there's if we're on the the top of going to the top of the bell curve or the bottom of the bell curve. <laughs> so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's a good question. How about
0: how about cars?
3: Yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah, that's
1: a good one.
2: Yeah.
0: That, yeah. that never goes away. So yeah, yeah. I mean, classic. It's, you
2: know, here's one classic I mean, classic cars. cars you well, know, cars you can work on. Yeah, you uh, can work on with your with your dad and go outside, right. and pop the hood mm-hmm. open. I mean, it's getting to the point where you have to have a computer to plug into your car to work on. You can't do the things you used to be able to do, be able to do with a car.
0: Right. You know, I think
2: that's one thing that's going to be missing.
1: Are you doing a lot of? Are you, are you doing a lot of working on your car, by there, buddy? Is that something? Oh, is that something?
2: You know, I, I did put washer <laughs> <on it>
0: today. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, it's all computerized. That's what I'm saying. It's, right. like, oh. no, it's computerized.
0: Oh man, yeah. I think in 40 years people will be nostalgic for gas for their car because everything's going yeah. electric. Cars well, I don't think people are
2: going to be driving themselves in 40 years. I think How it's they, you know they've got cars parking parallel parking themselves and everything. I think yeah, in yeah. 40 years it's like Tesla, you're going to just sit back and it's going to drive you to your destination,
0: right? Right? They have those autopilot ones out now and they scare you to death, yeah. Okay, Troy, here's a good one for you. What's the best type of cheese?
1: The best type of cheese. Uh, for me, the smellier the better, man. I, I like a strong cheese. <laughs> I like blue cheese. My favorite is blue cheese.
3: Yeah.
0: What's the one? The, the smellier one burger, the
1: better. He, he says, if you sit in writing room
3: with him, you know he's telling the truth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why he gets his yeah, he own. He you'll see. You'll see the results of that.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, Thanks, I don't know about that C part, but you know <laughs> I, I don't think that's the sense that you can tell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Right, yeah. Yeah, it'll be a six sense. It'll be a, an innate sense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, let's go back to you. Has anyone ever started a rumor about you? And what was it?
2: Who hasn't? Oh
3: wow. <laughs> Good Has anybody ever started a rumor about me? Good. And and you want me to say it on air? You know, that's <laughs> yeah. You no, know, anytime anytime anybody's ever tried to start any kind of trouble or rumor with me, I'm like I, I'll just say, is that, is that all you got? You know? You know, if you want some real if you want some real dirt on me, just ask me. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all you pre- got. Yeah.
0: I, I got a lot worse than that. I'll tell you freely. <laughs> I'll tell you what I remember anyway.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I'm nobody ever started any rumors on me that they didn't have pictures to prove it. So, it's a, no. <laughs> so just it <laughs> oh,
0: that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, okay, Brett, let's go to you. If humans came with a warning label, what would yours say?
2: If I want, say again.
0: If if humans came with a warning label, what would yours say?
1: Uh,
2: oh don't
0: God. leave out
1: in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, you that know lesson.
2: what? I would say my warning label would be. I like, would say there's two sides to this coin. Come <laughs> <Right.
3: laughs> fifteen minutes,
2: I always yeah. nice, say I have, don't
3: pull this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I've got yeah. a nice side and I've got a dark side, so I would say I've, I've, I've got a. There's two sides of this coin, right? Right. That's mm-hmm. what right. I can think of oh, off the top of my head. I don't know. Yeah, maybe
1: maybe right. may, flammable. May
0: Oh, that's good. Oh my gosh. Um, let me see here. Oh gosh, I'm getting into the the ones that aren't real fun now. Um, <laughs> okay, good. Bring it on. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's right, up, Troy, Troy's alley. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah I know. fun it all. <laughs> Those are perfect, for Troy. <laughs>
0: here, yeah. Here's a here's a good one, Troy. Have you ever licked a battery? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've licked a
1: battery, of course. That's what it he does. That's
2: so yeah,
0: easy. Yeah, sure, sure. I you know.
1: Do, you know, I've got several. Especially when you play guitar, you got to check your mind bolts. Yeah. So you got a mental exercise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you always need uh, a jolt to your day. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. You Got to get your day going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Scott, we're going to go back to you. This will be the last round. Scott, we'll go back to you. <laughs> Um, right. If you were out at dinner, you didn't have any cash or plastic with you, so no way to pay. What would you do or say to get the bill paid?
3: Have a job. Mm. <laughs> what I, uh, I I'd say I'd say it. it was not worth paying for anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> no, you look over at
1: the. I just. In the other corner, say he's taking care of it. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, Brett's over there. You got
3: it.
2: I you would know. start inquiring with the, the, the waiter how fast a runner they were. Yeah. To see if I was faster or not. Right.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So, uh, Brett, now this is one that I really like because it gets Uh-oh. into uh, to something really good here. Have your parents told you something, as an adult, that they kept from you as a child? Like they fessed up to something?
2: Gosh! Oh my gosh! I get these. You're getting all the
1: hard ones. (laughs) We didn't
2: want you, anyways. You were a mistake. Now, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: Something they did. Uh, oh, my. I don't know. I really don't know.
3: I don't know. That if don't
1: think Yeah, they're very honest people. <laughs> yeah. They, they,
3: uh, it, his name was almost Betty. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that,
2: yeah, that's a good one. They're, they're, my parents actually uh, were going to name Sterling was going to be my name. Sterling? But,
1: Sterling. Sterling. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So he I'm glad they were there, my friend. But they did tell me that they thought I was going to be. Uh, they, well, they said they
1: thought I was more going successful.
2: More, yeah, yeah, exactly. be more successful. They gave me more of an alliteration of a name, Brett
1: Boyette. Oh
0: my oh, Okay,
1: that's cool. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh,
0: man. All right. That's. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Troy, I'm sorry. I, I I tried to find a good one, and this is all I got, man. How do you feel about guys wearing pink?
1: <laughs> I'm I totally fine with that. I, I'm fine with that as long as they call it salmon.
0: <laughs> I, this is the lie. I, I have a friend, and we were a bunch of us around golfing, and he doesn't like pink on guys. And so all of us got pink golf shirts to wear. Oh, perfect. And didn't tell him. So, <laughs> I, mean, I thought that was great.
1: Well, so who won that, that game? Did, did he did he play good or bad?
0: He, he was on the winning team, I will tell you that. So, well, here's what oh, I know.
1: Well, maybe that might have changed his mind about pink shirts. Here's what I want
2: to know. Does Troy have anything pink?
1: Because I've never seen <laughs> anything pink. No, I, I don't have any pink shirts. Yeah, me either. No, 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 no. He, he said he didn't I mind did
0: wearing it. He didn't say he didn't mind wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Uh, oh, this is a great one. Um, Scott, we'll send this one to you. What would be the creepiest thing you could say to somebody that you passed on the street, a stranger that you passed on the street? <laughs> Perfectly, Scott. And pull oh my right. finger is not an option.
1: God. Oh, my god!
2: <laughs> oh, it's only weird the first time. That's it's it. only weird yeah. the
3: first time. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what I was going to say. Hey, darling.
1: That's
3: you right. know, uh, it's only weird the first time. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, we've had that conversation, George. You know, I look yeah. in no. his
2: parachute pants.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the spandex look good on me.
0: <laughs> I look better in skinny jeans. <laughs> oh,
3: let's. See. I, look, I look better in in your jeans. That, that'd be weird. When... <laughs> yep,
2: that's creepy.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I, well, I'm not going to say that. My wife's probably watching. I'll get myself into trouble if I put that out there. So, uh, um... I, I keep
3: I keep my wife on her toes. That's what it is. <laughs> Is that
1: a euphemism? Yeah. I (laughs) think this is this is really evolving. This
0: is going downhill quickly. Downhill quickly. Spiraling bad. It is spiraling bad. Oh my god! All (laughs) right, Brett. Here's your last one. Uh, What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in somebody else's home?
2: Oh, you know, there's a there's a buddy of mine, and uh, he's a good friend of mine. He had like bats, like actual bats that were like taxidermy. Oh goodness! In his hat, wow. his house. Yep, that was that was kind of weird. Yeah, that's. Was an
0: Aussie by chance? Was it? <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> now I'm trying to think of anybody else. Something weird, but. Yeah. Everyone's got some weird little quirky thing at the room. So you don't really know until you go to their house.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, If you ask my wife, she'd say her husband, I'm sure. So. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, um, Troy, we're going to give you one last one and this will wrap it up. If your office had a show and tell for adults, what thing would you be proud to display? (laughs)
1: Oh goodness! <laughs> show and tell for adults. What would I be proud to to show? Oh goodness! I have several several rubber things uh, in my office. <laughs>
2: uh, Dude, you you are about two hundred yards from my office. I'm not ever going to. <laughs> <this.
3: Yeah.
1: laughs> oh goodness
3: gracious! You know, you I, I you know I, where I, you stand when you go to Troy's office.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, <laughs> he, I'm, he I'm, must be I'm, hiding things.
1: Uh, <laughs> I've got several microphones that uh, you could uh, that are very phallic
3: nature. What um, <laughs> Very large microphones. Yeah, large microphones. right.
1: And pink. And pink.
3: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Well, they could be.
0: Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I I was thinking that was probably gonna head somewhere in that direction, but uh anyway. Guys, that, that was great. Uh so tell me what uh what's going on for Nashville and the band. Where are you guys headed to? What's your what's your uh your show schedule looking like for the next month?
2: Well, we're not doing a lot of shows as everything's closing down again because of uh, right. uh COVID and all the craziness with the world right now but I, I i will tell you we've got a single uh coming out on nine seventeen, 17. september 17th and then we've got after that we've got our album coming out and i i will say one of the coolest things that we've done i'm really proud of is we have done a concept album a country concept album that i've never heard of a country band doing a concept album before no
0: so
2: uh we we did an album like I mean, it's not the wall, but it's you know, like Pink Floyd, the wall, but it that is a concept album. So if you're familiar right. with the uh, Pink Floyd, the wall, or Dark Side of the Moon, or Operation Mindcrime uh, from Queensryche, or any of those kinds of uh, concept albums, that's what this is. But country in our exactly. style. And there's a whole overlying arc to the entire album of the story and everything, and it all fits nicely together. And I think uh, I'm, I'm, I think we're all
0: really proud of that.
2: So, and that's coming then- end of October, the full album.
0: October. Yep. All right. And is that going to be available in a physical sense or just digital? I mean, somebody wanted to get their hands on a physical copy, could they do it?
2: Yeah, we're gonna. Do, I'm sure we're gonna do physical. I'm sure we'll do vinyl. It's oh, little, there you go. Um, you know, for all the vinyl fans out um, there, collectors and things like that.
3: Uh especially when we get those to those flash places. drives, or whatever they're called. What's on? Those little flash drives, is that what they call them things?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Cassettes are coming back, I heard. Yeah. There you
2: go. <laughs> really? That's just weird. But they yeah. uh you know they they uh they finalize we finalize the art. I think last night actually for the,
0: uh, oh. the album cover,
2: and it's uh, it's 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 pretty cool. It's it's all mm-hmm. it's be really cool. So,
0: yeah. And that'll be available at the website to, to purchase. Yeah. And yeah. And shows when you, you guys do remember shows, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> after two yeah, years, yeah, we've done so. covered.
2: Well, one thing we are going to start doing uh, because of the COVID thing, because we can't go tour, which really sucks because of everything going mm-hmm. on, is we're going to start doing a lot more online streaming shows. So okay. we're going to look at doing one or two online streaming shows a month. Um, right. We're working that, right, working on that right now with a company who's going to host us and uh, market it. And uh, people can Until
3: we can get out on the road to the people, that's what we'll do.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and that that was a big hit when when COVID was unleashed and the world shut down. That was a huge hit with uh, being able to keep up with artists, you know. And and I I I think um, that was one of the things I didn't get into earlier is you know the way that Nashville and other places kind of um, evolved in an emergency. You know, the Zoom rights and that kind of thing. They were I'm sure they were all there before because of distance but it made it a lot more prevalent and doing the the social media shows and the theater shows you know the drive-in shows um, those kind of things
2: well again there's a lot of things that you can do with that that you don't you can't do with touring i mean we
0: can do a live show and
2: and people in you know africa or israel or wherever in the world can watch it right as well as being in the bar that we're in you know so that's that's the benefit of that
1: Mm-hmm. And they
2: can buy our merch. Uh, we've teamed go. up with a company so they can buy our merch while we're performing. They can buy the album while we're performing. You can do all this.
3: Download it. It's really cool. It's really cool. You can buy, you can buy this beautiful hat. You know. Matter of <laughs> fact, you can buy this the the hat right off my head. You can buy it. You know, That's we'll, we'll a
0: discounted it. price. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it co- it costs you more because because I wore it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That's that's kind of like Troy's T-shirt. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> oh, I see a T-shirt.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's got. Uh, I think that's a song that Scott wrote, and when that. Right? Oh, that's what
2: it is. Right, right, yeah. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, I've got the same T-shirt. Yeah, Tim yeah, Gates T-shirt. I, yeah, a song like me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I got my first shirt. plaque on the wall
3: for that one. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's pretty good. First piece of hardware right there out of a (laughs) t-shirt. Oh, the song. I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) Well, guys, I tell you what, it's been great. You guys have been fun to hang out with and to chat and I really appreciate it. And, uh, and uh, I thank you for your patience. After um, uh, you know, I thought the guest host thing was really good. Y'all did do a good job. So <laughs>
2: thank you. For that. Are you talking what about the? You one you, Are you talking about the one last time in Mexico?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I've ever. <laughs> That's <was> amazing.
0: <laughs> it was wow. great. I'm sitting here talking. I'm like, I got nothing. <laughs> well,
2: uh, the technology, like, it was—you were freezing, and we were freezing, and then it was like, yeah, yeah. it was just a mess. But it was—it was, it was yeah. fun, though. It was fun.
0: Well, I, I appreciate you for guest hosting the show. I'll have to, I'll have to have you come back on sometime. Well, yeah. appreciate uh, you absolutely. So, so uh, we, I've enjoyed talking to you guys again. Check them out, Nashvillensband Also, go to all the streaming sites and check out the music. And keep your eye out in October uh, for this uh, concept album. I'm, I'm really, I'm going to have to get the vinyl of that because I love vinyl. I just love the way it sounds. Cool. And uh, so I'm going to have to get the vinyl of that and check it out uh, and uh, just kick back and relax because if it's like, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a very good, good album. So yeah. Thank, well, you, thank you, George. George. Thank you. And you're welcome guys. Well, y'all take care, have a great night. And uh, we will be talking to you again very soon. All right. All right. Thank you, George. All right. so you. Forget, but Bye George. Nashville's brought to you every Monday and Thursday by Go-Go Tuners. All right, GoGoTuners.com. go go, go check them out. Go go
2: tuners. All
0: right. Go go tuners. It's a good, really good tuners.
2: So I'm gonna check those out too. Yeah,
0: yeah, they've got them all. They've got the pedal tuners and they have the headstock tuners. So you guys go check them out as well. And if you guys go there, I'm I'm trying to talk, uh, talk them into giving me a discount code to put out. And I haven't we're in talks about that. So if that comes out before long, I'll send that to you. Ooh, yeah, yeah. you yeah, yeah, all right. All right. Well, you guys have a great night and uh, thanks for hanging out. Yep. Bye, George.
3: Thanks for having We'll you. see you. Y'all be see safe.